Do you love women in charge dynamics? Are you ready to take your feminine dominance skills to the next level? To learn to dominate safely, creatively, and most of all, confidently? Looking for information on how to encourage growth, learning, and discipline in your power dynamic? Or maybe you want to learn how to really submit in a woman-led dynamic. Are wondering how to find the right dominant partner for you? And to learn and train to please her the best way possible. You're in luck. FLR, Femdom, and Women in Charge is happening online June 10th through 12th and is now open for registration. Get your ticket to get access to the special learning and interactive events leading up to the weekend. Enjoy Femdom-centered content to share and discuss. Plus, get your personal invite to a special Discord server to meet other Women in Charge enthusiasts, to get to know each other, and connect before and after the event. Find out more at womenincharge.info. That's womenincharge.info. Welcome to the Dating Kinky Podcast, a cast about love, sex, romance, and kink. I was just having a conversation about dominance with a local, and they mentioned journaling which led to a conversation and now this podcast. Let me state first, I am not a journalizer. I've tried and discarded dozens, perhaps hundreds of personal diaries over the years. I'm ADHD. Sticking with something like that is difficult. So far, impossible for me. Which might make you laugh if you follow me much and know how much and how often I write. But that's very different. And it's a trained and developed habit, which is sort of journaling. Hmm. But I digress. We were talking about it in the context of power exchange dynamics and having the submissive journal and giving the dominant access to read and understand more deeply how their submissive is thinking and faring and what they are wishing for and yada, yada, yada. Which again, wouldn't work for me for varied reasons nor for my partner, who's not a very verbal person, in that he does not easily express his feelings in words. So it's often something that needs to be drawn out of him over time. But aside from all this writing I do, recording thoughts that I share with y'all, there is a journaling I've done for years. You see, my father is a retired philosophy professor. I learned about Epictetus when I was young, Marcus Aurelius too, and Seneca, and Stoicism, although I'm more happily Epicurean. And there is a long history of admonishment to journal in Stoicism. It's the way to practice the philosophy itself, not unlike prayer in religion, although many may not like that comparison. That's why I've tried so hard over the years, and I guess I've now succeeded, if you call my blogging and sharing a form of journaling, (laughs) Eureka, to develop the habit of consistently putting words on paper, or I guess in my case, on computer screen pixels, because it just makes sense. There is one kind of journaling I do, and I don't share it ever. It's just for me, and it comes and goes. 
I pick it up when I need it, and I put it away when I'm done. Stuck in crisis? Journaling may be an answer. When I'm in a bad headspace or there's an ongoing situation that I cannot see my way through, I journal it. It's not pretty. It's not really even clear because it only refers to what's in my head and it's not meant to be read by anyone, not even me, although I do sometimes go back and read them. It's meant to get words on paper and to allow my thoughts to be expressed and held in place in ways that my brain sometimes can't do in the middle of crisis. What kinds of crises? When my mother passed away. When I left my abusive ex. When my partner was going through something I couldn't understand and it was affecting our relationship. And so on. It's rare for me, maybe once every three or four years in my life, but when I need it, it always comes through. With my mother's passing, it took me about five months of journaling to work through the anger I felt towards her for not getting her cancer treated because she didn't want to burden me and others in her life with illness and bills. When I split with my ex, it took me almost a full year to work through how I felt about the abuse and to really take a close look at the parts I played. Turns out I fought back in my own way and also abused. Never saw that coming. When my partner was going through something that deeply affected and even threatened our relationship, it took me two months of journaling to find a way to speak about it in healthy ways and to find the space in my mind to accept that experience, even if I could not comprehend it. How did journaling help? For me, the key was to write in a stream of consciousness, to not care about it being grammatically correct or understandable, but to write feelings as they came to me and to be able to see them captured on the page. Here's an example from sometime in 2019. Journal, how am I feeling? Unsettled. I hate when things are unresolved. Of course I love him deeply. Of course I want to spend my life with him. But the him he's taught me to expect, this him is different has not been acting like we're a team, shuts me out instead of inviting me in. I know he loves me. That's not the issue. The question I have is, does he love me enough to trust what we've been building or will he revert to previous patterns? I don't want to fight with him the rest of my life. I want to make him feel like the luckiest man in the world, and I want him to make me feel the same. Maybe this is a phase. A lot of change and adjustment. How long can I give this? Most of my journals are similar to this. I start out with a question, usually, how am I feeling, and the date. Then I answer the question and wherever that takes me for as long as I have something to write. The short entry probably took me about 15 minutes because I had to capture the thoughts and make them actual words to get onto the screen. I used a note-taking system for them. Each new line is a pause in thought, a step towards getting whatever I was needing to understand from my brain onto the screen in front of me. And I did this every few days that I didn't have a good solution or settlement in my mind. 
I didn't ever journal to look for answers beyond how am I feeling because I don't believe answers happen on command. I just used the journaling to give me a better or clearer insight in that moment of what was going through me and what questions I was asking myself. I've shared this with others and several have said it made a huge difference in their mental and emotional processing. Even those who had tried journaling before, some specifically said once they focused on just putting feelings and thoughts down without trying to tell a story or making logical sense, they were able to really capture what they needed to focus on, to hear what their brain was telling them. The situations they worked through included COVID illness of a loved one, their own upcoming, and upcoming fast, death, jealousy, divorce, childbirth and fear of parenting, feeling unappreciated. They loved that it could be used in a number of situations as needed without a large commitment or investment, and that they could do it in a journal, a notebook, a computer, even on their phone, anywhere they were. One did talk to text in a stream of consciousness. So this is what I offer you if you're stuck. Even if you think you may suck at it, even if you hate writing, even if you have no idea what to write, even if you don't have a journal and colored pens and stickers, just if you want to capture your thoughts and feelings and understand them more. What are your thoughts? Do you keep a regular journal? Why or why not? Have you ever used journaling to help you work through a crisis? Did you do it like I do it? Do you have another method to share? Thank you for joining me today. If you love this episode, please share it with others who would enjoy it. And please do join me on our new apps available in the Google Play and Apple App Stores. Dating Kinky, it's built by Kinksters for Kinksters, Poly, Queer, Trans Folk, and anyone not quite vanilla, and it's free. Find me on FetLife as Nookie Notes, and on Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube, Facebook, and Medium as Dating Kinky. We are on Instagram as Dating Kinky Official, all one word. Also, find me on the new Moan app in beta for iPhone. I'm Miss Nookie there. T-H-E-M-O-N-A-P-P dot com. Have a kinky day, and I'll catch you next episode.